If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Well, let's bring in Sean McCauley, Director of Water and Wastewater Operations for the City of Hamilton. And with us now, Shane, thanks for the time. Hope you're well. I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate uh, the invitation. So first of all, uh, tell us what happened and how you discovered this. So as you uh, know, we had uh, identified the spill in November uh, down on Wentworth Street. And as part of that, uh, we launched a proactive pilot program to try and identify other areas where we might have similar situations. And so that's what our staff were doing on Saturday. Uh, They were uh, doing inspections as part of that pilot program. And they came across uh, what looked like an individual uh, sewer cross connection. So an individual home connected perhaps to the storm sewer. Uh, We were able to uh, verify uh, on Monday that uh, it was more than just the one home, but that entire sewer uh, was cross connected to our storm sewer. So part of that uh, inspection identified this current spill. So, uh, but would it, and again, I guess we don't know, I don't know, maybe we do, like, is this done intentionally? I mean, I'm thinking people that would do this sort of work would know if they're going into a, you know, what line they're going into, or is that not the case? Yeah, no, this wouldn't be something that would be done intentionally. Um, and we're not sure the exact root cause yet as to how this particular uh, connection uh, occurred. We're still digging into the history of the, the construction that took place and trying to identify what might have transpired. So it's very common for someone, if you're building a survey or, or what have you, that you would connect sewage into the wrong line? I mean, you is there not a standard or an, expect, an inspection there at that process? Uh, yeah, there is uh, an inspection uh, process. And although I would say it's not common, it, it does happen uh, from time to time. Um, and unfortunately, that's, that's what uh, many municipalities face. So uh, you're thinking, Shane, this is more of a mistake than something done to just avoid doing it better? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Uh, And uh, again, when these neighborhoods are are built or what have you, is there not an inspection process that happens when you join into a, a water main or you join into a sewage line? Would that not have to be done for each, I don't know, individual home or perhaps a survey or whatever to make sure that you do, in fact, have the wrong one? Or could the problem have had uh, been with the inspection process? Uh, yeah, it's too early to say on this particular one. Uh, when we do construction, we do have contract inspectors and construction inspectors to uh, ensure that the work is done uh, as it's designed. Uh, in this particular case, again, it's too early for us to determine what might have been the root cause for, for this. But I guess my question here, Shane, is it relatively easy if you're down, down there digging to hook up and get into the wrong one? Is that an easy mistake to make? I would think so. Uh, it depends on the, yeah. the configuration. I mean, we have an old system, uh, and there can be lots of pipes in the ground. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, Lord knows what else is under there. We were, we were talking earlier about, you know, once you start pulling up stuff for the LRT, what you're going to find under there. Uh, what about yeah. flood issues? There was a comment earlier, uh, I believe it was from Nick Winters, in regard to how flooding issues may have played into this. Can you add any clarity to that? So it looks like in 1996 that uh, there was a separation work. That's when the storm sewer was put in, uh, from what we can tell. 
Uh, and that's designed to separate the stormwater from uh, the combined and sanitary sewage. So that certainly would uh, help uh, alleviate any potential flooding issues in that area. Uh, preliminary uh, looking at our records uh, doesn't seem to indicate that flooding is is an issue in this neighborhood at the moment. So it doesn't appear like that was a factor in any of this. It was just a um, mistake, something, you know, wrong pipe, wrong connection. Yeah, the connection was was incorrect uh, at the time. And, you know, the whole idea of separating the storm uh, from our sanitary, that's the right thing to do. And that's, that's what should have been done. Uh, in this, this particular case, part of it worked and part of it uh, was missed. So what it needs to be done now here, Shane, is this fixed now? Uh, is, is there any other additional work that needs to be done to set these houses up correctly? Yeah, so currently we have uh, a vector truck there uh, eliminating any further spill. And we're working on with our internal staff now a fix uh, for a permanent fix. And it looks like we might have a, a solution in place, but we're just uh, double checking uh, the work to make sure that uh, we're not going to cause any other issues. We're hoping to begin construction in that area in the next day or two to, to fix it permanently. So is it safe to say, Shane, that the pilot project so far is a success? I would say so. Um, <laughs> I would say that, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that we've come yeah. across this other spill, but that's what we've set out to do is to try and identify where this might be happening. And uh, this is an example of, um, you know, the great work that our staff are doing uh, as part of this pilot program. How do you decide where to look, Shane? I mean, is there any criteria or things you're looking for that could say, okay, maybe this is the right for that or, or what have you? How do you decide? Yeah, and that's a good question. Uh, this program really is based on risk. And we've been looking at, uh, you know, priority as the older areas of the city where we have combined sewers. Uh, in particular, uh, areas where we have uh, combined sewers that are in close proximity to storm sewers, where there's a greater potential for them to have been uh, inadvertently uh, right. connected and so that's that's how we've identified uh, the 292 areas that we are looking at as far as it, as part of this pilot how long would it take to inspect all those well we've completed since december 3rd uh, 151 wow. uh, or so inspections uh, which is good uh, we've been doing that uh, through the use of overtime uh, and on weekends uh, so it doesn't uh, disrupt the other great work that our teams are doing. So we've made good progress since December 3rd on, on those inspections. All right, Shane McCauley with us, Director of Water and Wastewater Operations, uh, the latest on the uh, sewage leak that has been discovered uh, dating back to 1996, and, of course, the ongoing survey to find any more areas of concern. Shane, thanks very much for the time. Good luck. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.